It's Tuesday, June 27, 2023. I am thrilled to have you here for the 19th edition of the Z News Podcast. This is your host, Ayanda. Together, let's embark on an enriching journey through the vibrant tapestry of news and stories that define Zambia. As we delve into the news landscape, we'll bring you a curated selection of the most important stories from various sources. Stay tuned for a brief overview of what's happening in Zambia. No time to waste, let's get started. We are going to start with news from Zambia Daily Mail, which has five entries today. Entry number one is entitled Resolve Kalungwishi Ampas Quickly. President Hichilema has urged Luapula Hydro Power Corporation and Zesco Limited to quickly resolve the development of Kalungwishi Hydro Power Station in Luapula province, citing the need for economic reconstruction and the halt in economic progress due to the delay. Entry number two is entitled Let's Promote Our Local Languages. Parents should take an active role in teaching their children local languages and cultural values to ensure Zambian cultural identity is preserved and passed on to future generations. Otherwise, we risk losing our identity as a people and our local languages becoming extinct. Entry number three is entitled Health Business Symposium to look at new public order. At the AGBS 8 Symposium, key stakeholders in health and business will convene to discuss the private sector's role in realizing the vision outlined in the new public health order and how to bolster health systems across the African continent. The symposium will provide a platform for comprehensive deliberations on Africa CDC's new public health order and explore innovative, people-centered solutions to address the funding, governance, accountability, and workforce gaps that have plagued African health systems for decades. Entry number four is entitled Mazakotwain Calls for Balance Over Mine Investments, Taxes. Minister of Finance and National Planning Sitimbeko Mazakotwain has highlighted the need to develop robust tax legislation, enforcement and monitoring mechanisms to combat tax evasion and profit shifting in the mining sector, in order to strike a balance between promoting investments and ensuring a fair and equitable taxation framework. The fifth entry is entitled It's Big Deal. Dr. Fandanga has called for Zambians to take this debt restructuring deal as an opportunity to work hard, and renew investor confidence in the economy. Last Thursday, creditors agreed to refetal payments of 6.3 billion US dollars, including arrears amounting to 1.3 billion US dollars, and bondholders and other private lenders and creditors are expected to do the same on the 6.8 billion US dollars owed to them. Next up, we have news from News Diggers, which has a massive 10 entries today. Let's get immersed in the news. Entry number one is entitled Abuse of Energy Drinks Worries Government. Home Affairs and Internal Security Minister Jack Mimbu has expressed concern over the abuse of energy drinks in Zambia, and the Drug Enforcement Commission is looking to holistically address the issue before it explodes. UN Resident Coordinator Beatrice Mutali has noted that drug abuse has progressed from bad to worse globally. The second entry is entitled It's Now Time to Unlock Projects, HH. President Hichilema has announced that he will be taking a heavy-handed approach to ensure that projects are unlocked and completed, using the law and his constitutional rights. 
He is determined to get the Kalungwishi Pao project up and running, and has no other agenda. The third entry is entitled Lubinda Asks Court to Set Him Free. PF Vice President Given Lubinda has asked the Lusaka Magistrates Court to set him free in a case where he is charged with failure to appear before the Parliamentary Committee on Privileges and Absences, arguing that the period for trial has elapsed. The fourth entry is entitled Zambia Mints Five Medals at African Shaolin Kung Fu. Zambia won five medals at the first-ever African Shaolin Kung Fu tournament, with Matthew Zulu and Mary Ngoma taking home three gold medals. Ngoma expressed her excitement at her success, saying she had prepared well and dreamed of going far in the sport. Entry number five is entitled Stardy, Five Others Plead Not Guilty in Gulfstream Corruption Case. Stardy Mull and five others have pleaded not guilty to charges of willful failure to comply with the law in relation to the procurement of a presidential jet, with Mull facing three counts of willful failure to comply and one count of corrupt acquisition of public property or revenue. Entry number six is entitled Copper Queens Will Come Good Before World Cup, Kamanga. FAS President Andrew Kamanga is confident that the women's national team will be ready for their first-ever World Cup appearance on July 20, after their intensified preparations and two upcoming international friendlies against Switzerland and Germany. The seventh entry is entitled We Want to Formalize Mining Activities for Successfully Registered Cooperatives, Government. The Ministry of Mines and Minerals Development has received 52 applications from cooperatives for possible issuance of mining licenses. The process of formalizing illegal mining activities is ongoing, with government aiming to ensure that those successfully registered as cooperatives have permanent sites to carry out their mining operations. Entry number 8 is entitled People Failing to Access Empowerment, are questioning why my ministry was created, Mabonga. Despite the K-18 billion worth of applications, the percentage of beneficiaries accessing the empowerment funds offered by the Ministry of Small and Medium Enterprises is extremely low, prompting questions about the ministry's purpose. The ninth entry is entitled JCTR opposes DPP's move to seek civil forfeiture of former First Families' assets. The JCTR has questioned the DPP's move to seek a non-conviction-based forfeiture order of assets belonging to some members of the former First Family, instead of pursuing criminal prosecution, arguing that it is inadvisable to proceed with civil forfeiture where evidence is available against a known suspect. Entry number 10 is entitled Musa Mutes as Banda Leaves Club. Lamek Banda has left Musa FC after a hugely successful season, with the club unaware of his departure. In an interview with Gold Diggers, Banda said he was yet to have discussions with other clubs but was available to render his services to possible suitors. Next up, we have news from Mwabantu, which has five entries today. The first entry is entitled Munir Zulu Faces Arrest for Missing Court. The Lusaka Magistrates Court has issued a bench warrant against Lumezi Member of Parliament Munir Zulu for failing to appear in court for a case in which he is charged with three counts of libel against two ministers and a board chairperson. This is not the first time the lawmaker has missed a court sitting. The second entry is entitled Musa Coach Quits. Lamek Banda hailed as one of the most promising up-and-coming coaches on the local scene, 
has surprisingly parted ways with Musa after leading the team to an impressive second-place finish in the league and reaching the APSA Cup final. Fans and football enthusiasts are eagerly awaiting an official statement from the club regarding the circumstances behind this abrupt split. Entry number three is entitled four-year-old Chambershi boy gets burnt to death while trying to escape a bushfire, police say. Tragically, a four-year-old boy was burnt to death in Chambershi while playing with friends near a bushfire. The incident occurred on June 22, 2023, when the boy's parents left him in the care of his seven-year-old brother while they went to the maize field. Entry number four is entitled Man Dies While Digging for Golden Pika. Tragically, 25-year-old Mulenga Mantambo was buried alive in a gold mine trench hole in Pika, Zambia. Despite the efforts of those who rushed to his rescue, he passed away while being transported to the hospital. The fifth entry is entitled Chinsali Man Murders Wife During a Quarrel Over Son's Death. A man from Chinsali has been accused of murdering his 30-year-old wife after accusing his mother-in-law of causing the death of his six-year-old son in 2021. The suspect allegedly beat his wife and left her with her intestines protruding from her private parts. To wrap up today's edition, let's check out the news from ZNBC, which has an astounding 14 entries today. Let's check them out. Entry number one is entitled Debt Restructuring Agreement Calls for More Hard Work CSO Debt Alliance. The CSO Debt Alliance chairperson Alex Muyab has urged Zambians to use the successful debt restructuring agreement as an opportunity to improve the country's economy and to attract foreign direct investment and create more jobs. He also called on government to be transparent and consultative in their engagement with private creditors. Entry number two is entitled ZNBS Records Positive Growth and was posted in the business category. Finance and National Planning Minister Sitchimbeko Mazakotwain has praised the Zambia National Building Society, ZNBS, for its positive growth over the last 10 years, with its asset base increasing to K2.65B in 2023 and deposits to K1B this year. ZNBS has also upgraded its mobile banking application, and digital platforms to enhance its services. The third entry is entitled and dollar to get cancer diseases hospital and was posted in the health category. Government has secured over Ken to construct a specialized cancer disease hospital in Andola, Copperbelt, with the help of cooperating partners. The project is expected to start in the next few weeks and is expected to be completed within a year, providing much needed relief to cancer patients in the northern region. Entry number four is entitled Kobampo Schools Get Desks and was posted in the education category. Ambrose Lufuma, Member of Parliament for Kobampo Constituency, has handed over 800 school desks to be distributed to schools in the district, as part of a plan to procure 5,000 desks using constituency development funds. Josephine Kanji, Kobampo District Education Board Secretary, welcomed the initiative noting that it will help children receive quality education in the district. Entry number five is entitled UN Developing Irrigation Scheme in Kirindu and was posted in the agriculture category. The UNDP-supported SCLA project is constructing a $179,000 irrigation scheme in Kirindu district to increase production of high-value crops, 
powered by solar pumps and with an initial capacity of 80,000 liters. Farmers will be able to grow okra, green maize, bananas, grape and other high-value crops. The sixth entry is entitled Trump Heard on Tape Discussing Highly Confidential, Secret Documents. A recording has been obtained by U.S. media in which Donald Trump appears to acknowledge keeping a classified document after leaving the White House. The audio clip contradicts his previous claims that all documents he took with him were declassified. He is facing 37 counts of illegally retaining classified documents and obstructing the government's efforts to get them back. The seventh entry is entitled FBI failed at fundamental level before Capitol riot, Senate report claims, and was posted in the global category. The FBI and other U.S. government agencies failed to assess the potential for violence ahead of the Capitol riot on the 6th of January 2021, according to a new report. It claims that officials from the agencies failed to formally disseminate guidance to their law enforcement partners with sufficient urgency and alarm, despite warnings from social media posts and the FBI's own field offices. Entry number eight is entitled Chinese Millionaire Fails, 27th Attempt at Passing University Entrance Exams, and was posted in the global category. A 56-year-old Chinese millionaire, Liang Shi, has failed the country's tough university entrance exams for the 27th time, scoring only 424 out of 750 points. Despite his success in business, he has been determined to pursue higher education, and has been taking the exams since 1983. The ninth entry is entitled Angela Bassett, Black Panther Actress to Receive Honorary Oscar, and was posted in the entertainment category. Angela Bassett, Mel Brooks, Carol Littleton and Michelle Satter have been recognized by the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences for their significant career achievements and contributions to the film industry and will be presented with honorary Oscars at the Governor's Awards in November. The tenth entry is entitled Pali to discuss Chilangwa's absence from Parliament and was posted in the news category. The Parliamentary Committee on Privileges will be meeting to address the absconding of Kawamba Member of Parliament Nixon Chilangwa, while Government Chief with Stafford Malusa has called for all well-meaning citizens to support the debt restructuring process. Katuba Member of Parliament Morbashai Kankulukusa has also suggested that some elements of the debt could be cancelled. The 11th entry is entitled Media Urged to Champion Transparency Issues and was posted in the news category. Linda K. Sund, Executive Director of Chapter One Foundation, has challenged the media to take an active role in advocating for transparency and accountability in the utilization of national resources. The workshop, which has drawn participants from various public and private media organizations, is being held under the theme, Human Rights, governance and accountability and aims to sharpen the participant skills on accountability issues, governance and human rights. The twelfth entry is entitled Zambia Men, Women Hockey National Teams unveiled and was posted in the sports category. Zambia's men's and women's team coaches have named their provincial squads to kickstart preparations for the Paris 2024 Olympic qualifiers, with the women's team set to compete in the World Cup. The men's team will face off against South Africa, Egypt, Zimbabwe, Nigeria, Uganda, Kenya, and Ghana, 
while the women's team will compete against South Africa, Zimbabwe, Namibia, Nigeria, Kenya, Uganda, and Ghana. The 13th entry is entitled Musa FC Parts Ways with head coach Banda and was posted in the sports category. Musa Football Club and head coach Lamech Banda have mutually agreed to part ways after a successful one-year spell, which saw the team reach their first SAF Confederations Championship and APSA Cup final. The club is set to appoint former Mufulera Blackpool coach Matthews Novu as their new head coach. The 14th entry is entitled Josco Vadio, Ebe Leipzig won at least 100 meters euros for Man City target and was posted in the sports category. Manchester City are looking to sign Ebe Leipzig's Josco Vadio, but the German club are demanding at least £85.77 million for the 21-year-old Croatia defender. Vadio has a release clause of £94.35 million, which can be triggered next summer. And so, we reach the end of another remarkable episode of the Z News Podcast. I hope you found our curation and storytelling captivating and informative. Until we meet again, this is Ayanda, your companion on the news adventure, signing off. May your day or night be filled with meaningful connections, profound discoveries, and a commitment to positive change. God willing, see you in the next episode.